P.O.B. Prime 1 billion, y'all. WandaVision is over. Episode 9. And if you're like us, you know you got a lot of questions about what is going on. Where is Marvel headed? You know, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys had a lot of expectations. Or maybe some of y'all didn't have any expectations at all. Maybe you just enjoyed the show for what it was, which I feel like is the correct way to look at it. But we're going to talk about some stuff today because Twitter has been going crazy once again. And what I mean by Twitter, uh, I mean just social media in general, too. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, I mean, you name it, Instagram and all types of things being searched up, all sorts of YouTube uh, videos being created and just articles showing up about, you know, uh, where where Marvel stands with his fans right now and the culture of fans feeling like Marvel in general just owes them these cameos, these collaboration, these scenarios, whatever. Fans are not the happiest right now from what you can see for yourselves on these different articles and groups and just take a look out all over social media, you know, Twitter and everything. Fans are not the happiest right now with WandaVision. We went from being so amped up and loving to WandaVision to some people just, you know what, this show is just garbage. And, you know, and I disagree. And we got uh, Batman, Batman, which is Raheem. We got Black Panther Devontae here. We're going to talk about it because we, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, we enjoy the show. We love the show. Um, yeah, I thought the show was fire. Man, it was great. And, Absolutely. you know, it, and of course, we talked about, I know me and Devontae had an episode where we talked about certain uh, expectations and cameos we thought we was going to see and scenarios. And it didn't happen, which is okay, which is all right. But, uh, we don't have those type of fans always <laughs> in the Marvel universe. Some fans, uh, just it's either my way or the highway uh, with the the with the Marvel, and um, it's kind of sad. So we're gonna talk about it. Uh, Raheem, we didn't get your actual input last time of what you thought of Wandavision. So how about we just start with you and tell me where you stand with this whole Marvel versus fans controversy stuff. So I personally thought Wandavision was awesome there was a lot of uh easter eggs and if you haven't seen wandavision now uh by now i recommend you stop this podcast because i'm about to give out a couple of easter eggs that i thought was pretty freaking amazing um Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm gonna give you a second you know just go ahead and hit pause Mm, yeah mm, mm. all right done all right so Mm -hmm. two of my favorite easter eggs in wandavision first off was um when the whole family came back together and they hit the uh the Incredibles pose, right? Thought that was like yeah. the dopest like callback, right? Um, mm-hmm. you know, the Incredibles, one of the best superhero movies to not be made by Marvel. Um mm-hmm. actually made the Fantastic Four change the mm-hmm. ending of their movie because mm-hmm. you know, like their endings were similar. And mm-hmm. of course the Incredibles did it better. Thanks, Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but also the Wizard of All, the Wizard of Oz callback, like you know, like when the yeah. like, like when the car was dropped on her, and you know, yeah. like you saw with the boots, and I was just like, "Yo, that was dope." Yeah. I appreciate that, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, like 
So I, I thoroughly enjoyed WandaVision. And I know some people were kind of like, yo, like the first couple of episodes were kind of trash. But once you got past it, it was actually all right. Right. But for me, mm-hmm. like I grew up watching uh, Nick at Night and they had shows on there like the Dick Van Dyke show or Bewitched or um, or, uh, you know, the Brady Bunch and things like that. So to see mm-hmm. that callback and to see like how wonderfully acted it was like. I thought it was amazing. Like that actually, like that spoke to the the kid in me, like the like the kid in me that loved TV. Like it, it was like a nice little wink and nod, and a nice little, a nice little hey to yeah. you know the older generation, right? Um, right? And I say older generation because you know, like I actually am older than uh, Sheldon and Devonte. I got them, I think, by like ten mm. years. Um, mm. I just look young in the face, old in spirit. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. but as far as this like this whole like oh man you know we are so disappointed because you know xyz didn't happen so first off like there were like i think the thing that like bothers me about like nerd culture not about well not about nerd culture but the internet in general right Uh is that for every one true article you have like seven or eight that are not true or seven or eight that are just speculation it's opinion pieces Mm -hmm. it's opinion pieces written by you know nerds but Mm -hmm. nothing it like for example um people were saying oh my goodness like i really think that uh the engineer is gonna be blue marvel Mm -hmm. marvel never said that or Reed Richards. Or Reed Richards. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, some other, like, famous comic astrophysicist. Marvel never once said that that was going to happen. That was the fans who were like, oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to be that. They hyped I, themselves up and got their heart broken. I, yeah. you know, I, I, the funniest one, although the funniest one I heard about the engineer, somebody said the engineer was going to be Mephisto. I was like, that's how you know it. <laughs> That's way too far. <laughs> That's what yeah. oh, oh, another one because like they were showing the pictures from uh, uh Spider Man No Way Home, right? And like they show you by the bottom. Yeah, so you see, like, I, like you see, you got like article, like, you have like so many fan theory articles that's hyping yeah. everybody up. And then yeah. you get to the actual show and you see what happens. It's just kind of like, oh, well darn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like when you talk about okay, like for instance, now there, I will say this much though: Paul Bettany was was wrong for what he did. He's a troll. I love it, though. but like at the same time, like I can't be mad at him. Like I'm not mad at him exactly because you know, I mean, like, he said that, you know, like. Like, you know, this last cameo is going to be someone that he always wanted to work with, you know, an actor that he really respected, and it ended up being himself, right? <laughs> I can't be too mad. I'm not mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all. I'm Shout out to Paul. Like, like, after, like, after, you know, the article came out that was like, yeah, he was trolling us, and he felt, like, really bad for doing it. I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm not even mad anymore. Like, that was actually... <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. We had fun. We had a blast. No, that was actually all right. Like, I, I respect that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But... I, I do feel like we already had like a Luke Skywalker uh, level cameo with Evan Peters. 
like yes. reprise yes. his role as Quicksilver or playing a version of Quicksilver. And yeah. I think the reveal was actually well done. Um, yes. So it wasn't actually uh, Quicksilver, but he was actually under Agatha's control. And he was the Ralph that she's been talking about since episode yeah. one. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, like, like people were like, oh man, you know, this is going to be the gateway to the to the to X Men being in the MCU and and all this other stuff. And I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, Calvin, like Kevin Feige already said from jump at the end of Phase Three that X Men is not on the docket. Like you looked at all the movies, all the like all the TV shows that were on the mm-hmm. docket. X Men was not one of them. And so yeah. for me, it's kind of like, okay, he told you from jump that that's not happening. Why'd you have right. to go? I could, I could see why. Okay, I can halfway see why everybody hyped themselves up for it. Because let's face it, Evan Peters was the best version of Quicksilver. Let's, yes. Let's talk yes. about that. Yes. And yeah. like the fact that, you know, like he was there being mm. Quicksilver, I, yeah. I, you know, the internet's heads collectively exploded, right? Yeah. So I can halfway see that, but at the same time, it's like, okay, Kevin Feige said that X-Men aren't being introduced until, like, way later. Yeah. It should have clued you that it was a trick. Like, Kevin Feige won't change his mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, like I mentioned before, like, like it, it's become it's become so bad now. Yeah, very. It's, 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 it's very not a hand now. I mean, you know, and it's funny to me because, like, I remember when I remember when Zack Snyder's version of uh, Batman versus Superman came out, right? Yeah. Everybody was like, oh my God, these movies are so dark. These movies are so dark. These movies are so dark, right? Yeah. But then Josh Whedon came on board because of Zack Snyder's personal tragedy that he had. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, um, you know, I. Like I really do feel bad for his family, and I hope that you know they found yeah. mechanisms. And you know, I just I pray for their family. Um, yeah. When we got the upbeat version of the Justice League, everybody collectively was like, "Whoa, no! What is yeah. this? What the heck?" Even though everybody yeah. was talking about how Superman was so dark, and yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to pretend that I wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. Now, the only issue that I had with Josh Whedon's Justice League was that the turnaround of the characters and their attitudes happened yeah. way too quick. Like it, it was, was forced. It was like yeah. it was forced. Um, yeah. But then all of a sudden, you know, and then like years later, all of a sudden it's like, okay, we want to see what Zack Snyder was trying to do. Give us the Zack right. Snyder cut. Give us the Zack Snyder cut. I will say this much about Zack Snyder, and I think that I'm. I think that I gave him a bad rap. Um, I think I gave him a bad rap after Batman versus Superman. Um, yeah. I saw the extended version of the movie and, and I said this in earlier podcast and yeah. I was, I stand by my statement. The, yeah. the actual cut of Batman versus Superman is trash. And that was the studio. Yeah. The Zack Snyder vision was actually all right. Now, granted, I don't, yeah. I still don't agree with Monkey Doomsday, but yeah, like, the Zack Snyder like the when you get the full story, like, mm-hmm. like everything that was cut out, put back in, 
Mm-hmm. Minus the Martha moment, yeah. I think that was dumb. But it yeah. was it's still a good movie. But that just should yeah. And I will say this much, and this is something that I'm actually trying to like, uh, something that I want to get better at because I can be, like, I can easily slip into that toxic mindset. Right, right. Like, it's real, it's real easy to, like, you know, like, especially when, like, you know, you see articles online that agrees with, you know, like your point of view, then all of a sudden it's just like, it becomes a snowball, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to watch out for that. All right. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 gotten out of hand. Like I definitely think that WandaVision, like want like mm, and I want to let mm, like want to me. Like I I I said this to you guys in private, and I'm gonna say it on the podcast. I genuinely be- I genuinely believe that if they took the WandaVision approach to Captain Marvel, like if they would have had Captain Marvel come out as a TV show first, Mm. I honestly think Captain Marvel would have been better received by fans versus Mm. trying to cram all of that stuff into a two-hour movie. That was too much of an origin story movie. Especially the origin as convoluted as hers. She had probably one of the, like, her and Wonder Woman have two of the most convoluted uh like origins in comics. Mm, okay. Um and I say that because like you know Brie Larson is an amazing actress. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah she is. She's a really great actress. And I do feel like if she would have been given the time that Elizabeth Olsen was given to flesh out her character and to flesh out the depth yeah. of her character, Captain Marvel would have been like so much better. Um, yeah. Did I just go toxic? Yeah. I, I, I thought I'd ask that question real quick. Did I just go toxic? No, 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 no. It's understandable. Devontae, what you think? Um. So... I think it, so. For, my main thoughts were going to be about going back to the original conversation. I don't think that Raheem, Raheem said it was toxic, um, but the original conversation about fans and stuff like that, and like you know, the fan out outrage and backlash against Marvel. Um, I think that there's a lot of factors that took place there that we that we've discussed in private that I think are important to bring up. Um, I think it is it is good to recognize what fans like what they expect out of a TV show and what they want to see. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of ironic how like sometimes um, like fan service, when it's too obvious, yeah. um, it gets criticized sometimes. And then people don't appreciate it, even huh. though they got exactly what they asked for. But then you had the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, fans not getting what they were expecting, what they asked for. Yeah. But I think that a lot of the expectations for this show, um, meaning mostly the, the big cameo that was teased, a lot of those expectations came pretty much out of um out of things were taken out of context i would say because um elizabeth olsen was actually interviewed by tv line yeah and the interviewer was the one that said she the interviewer brought up like and this is a a spoiler alert for the mandalorian season two so if y'all haven't caught up on that you know 
cut it off and catch up on that. But at the end of um, in the finale for season two, Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker shows up in the Mandalorian mm-hmm. um, and nobody was expecting it. You know, it was just a completely surprise cameo. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer for TV line brought that up and asked Elizabeth Olsen, basically, is there a similar thing that's going to happen in WandaVision? And all it, all that Elizabeth Olsen said was yes. That's all she said. She didn't get into any details or specifics. She just said yes. And um, and it's kind of like you know, when she said that, a lot of people say, "Oh, Elizabeth Olsen says there's going to be a Luke Skywalker level cameo in this show," uh, kind of taking things out of context. Um, and again, like like we discussed in private, she's a she's an actress. So what is she supposed to say in that situation? Like she's in. <laughs> promo mode you know what i mean it's her job to promote the show she's not going to say oh no like you guys should just like you guys should just temper your expectations not expecting anything big you know like what do you expect her to say her job is to get as many people to want to watch the show as possible and technically like you guys said you know people were looking for something that they kind of already got right in a way uh they did we did get a pretty big luke skywalker level cameo you know yeah. i mean it's the like i said some people may see that as not the same level yeah. as a mandalorian but some may say it is at that same level and um i think either way we did get a big cameo nobody saw evan peters in the show nobody predicted that yeah i didn't see any fan theories about yep. that yeah so we got what we wanted in a, in a way right but again due to just you know people speculating a lot of people didn't take that as the big cameo because this interview with elizabeth olsen came before the evan peters cameo yeah so even when you saw evan peters as quicksilver people were still expecting like another big reveal because yeah. of paul bettany's remarks yeah. you know and everything he said about you know he's gonna he's gotten a chance to work with the actor he's always wanted to work with and stuff like that so naturally fans are expecting this and the finale obviously would, would have been the best place to put something like that. Yeah. So I admit first watching the show, I was expecting this big cameo in the finale. Um, we threw out some wild theories. We threw out Reed Richards. We threw out Mephisto. We threw out all types of characters here and there. Reed, you know, we, we just, you know, Dr. Strange, another one, like we were just kind of throwing out who we could expect to see in the finale. And when I didn't see that at the time, you know, I was disappointed, right? I was disappointed at the time. I, at once, as soon as the, finale ended for WandaVision I was disappointed but after reflecting back on it number one it was a very good show like those nine episodes were fire like it was a really good show great story uh we finally got to see Wanda Maximoff as the Scarlet Witch right and I started looking at those things and that's how like a lot of time I learned my I learned a lesson for myself that paying attention to fan theories which is fun to do it's fun to throw out theories and predict what's going to happen next but if you take that, if you go too far with that and you take that as like the base expectation for what should happen in the show, um, that's not the case because, you know, Marvel, they, they got their own creative artists and their own writers and they have their own vision. And, and a lot of times, you know, no pun intended there because that's actual yeah. vision in the show. Right. They have their own, you know, goals for what they want to do with these different shows. And a lot of times fans, we can kind of, um, you know, take things out of context in terms of what is revealed by the show was revealed by actors and actresses and the people behind the show mm-hmm. like sometimes you can take some of the stuff for um you know out of context and use that to fuel these fan theories that are a lot of times way way off you know what i mean and right. i think going forward i've learned to not it's fun to, to theorize and to and to do that stuff but just yeah. don't let that be like what makes or breaks the show for you like whether or not this fan theory that's the most popular fan theory whether or not it actually is 
manifest it on the show. Don't let that make or break how you think about the show. Right. Right. I agree with you, Vontae. I do agree with you. Um, and uh, just going back, piggyback on what you guys said. For one, I, want, I do want to state that uh, I love Evan Peters. He's my favorite Quicksilver. But, you know, shouts out to Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm not hating on him. He was a great Quicksilver for the short time here he lived. I love the mm-hmm. swagger they brought to him at Age Ultron. I thought it was very uh, – I thought he had a kind of a dark presence to him. I also thought he had a kind of a, like a – poppy kind of girl's favorite type of vibe to him um but i you know um yeah evan peters was definitely to me a luke skywalker level cameo just seeing him officially on an mcu screen disney sponsored screen sharing the screen with other actors that were in avengers and that were in the battle against thanos and infinity war i thought it was just great and, you know, so it's kind of like just bridging those two worlds together. Even though that wasn't the Quicksilver, we still had the same, those actors, you know, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and Evan Peters uh, on the same screen. Um, and, of course, Tanya mm-hmm. Parrish, you know, all sharing the same screen. I thought that was really great. Um, yeah. Uh, and to Raheem's point, I, I guess I'll start to Raheem and then I'll work my way to the Bonzi's point. The Raheem point, I will say this, Raheem, about Captain Marvel. Um, I think for what the vision they were trying to do for Infinity War and Endgame, because I'm not going to lie, Raheem, I ain't going to lie about Marvel. I love Marvel. That was rushed. The solution for Endgame was kind of rushed, even though the, the movie was three hours long. They wanted to introduce Captain Marvel very quick. And so they rushed it. So I think even if they were released a TV show, um, yeah, that would have pleased us fans for like like building up for Endgame. But uh, we still wouldn't have that strong connection as many people had with Captain Marvel and Endgame if they would have had a show, just personally thinking. And I think um, fans, I'll say this, y'all, going back to the whole fans versus Marvel thing. So you, we all know, like, if you listen to the podcast, guys, you guys know how my thoughts on Captain Marvel, and I'm trying to elaborate on it more on a positive way i will say this i feel like a lot of fans are hating on captain marvel for a very strange reason um they're hating on it because of you know uh i don't know if it's a lot of men i'm just be straight up a lot of men they just don't they they don't like how it was forced the female character was forced into this power and um, she's the strongest and they felt like they just can throw anything at women and they'll eat it up. I don't know if that was it. Um, I don't know. Like there's a bunch of reasons why people are just tag teaming Captain Marvel in these social medias and articles. And a lot of people didn't like how Bria Larson took up for her character in interviews and even other actors, Avengers actors. I mean, Don Cheeto, you know, her and Bria Larson back and forth was comic. You know, you can see those interviews on YouTube and even, um, Jamie Reiner, Am I saying that right, uh, Hawkeye? Rainer. 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 Even him had, you know, there's a couple hints that him and Brie Larson were having tough times acting together. Uh, and so everybody's tag team to Captain Marvel, right? I actually appreciate that about Brie Larson. I actually appreciate that about the character of Captain Marvel. I do appreciate how um, there's just such a presence that they – she owned that character and no matter what position they were in marvel was in and how much they had to force that movie and rush the solution to that movie and include her into endgame because i felt like yo that was the only way that you know tony stark got back from the middle of space was captain marvel you know um and so as it felt like yeah we need to rush we need to include this in game we need this to happen blah 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 fans ate it up and they were 
mad about the character. But fan culture did. I think fan cultures point people in the wrong direction with their theories and how they think things should be run. It's kind of like let the director direct, let the art artist paint. You know, um, you don't go to an art museum and expect the artist to paint how see the paintings that the artist painted how you wanted to paint right you go to look for art for what it is the paintings are already created the creativity is already there like you know we don't tell the painter to paint what we want to see you like you know and dude that's a that's a really strange way of thinking because literally you just want control of everything like you know you want control of creativity you want control of Act, you like you just want the whole control. When in a movie, it's the same thing with WandaVision, guys, and even in Marvel. We go in with the expectation to see art and see great and be enjoyed and entertained. And of course, the bonus is we have read these comics, we have played the video games, we have loved these characters, these Marvel characters, and we know the connection we've seen in the comic books and video games and etc. Um, but that doesn't mean that the directors and the higher ups have to fulfill those wishes wishes. Uh, I think we learned our lessons from Infinity War and Endgames because you remember all the theories we had for Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. Endgame. Remember, remember when Thanos had the the huge three marks on his face? Was like, and they kept promoting that picture, and they've been like, "Oh man, Wolverine he sliced yeah. him in the face." And then Hugh Jackman trolled us on Twitter to talk about him working out and hashtag cameo and like, bro, mm. he, he like, you know, it's like we created these own, we created our own monster. And, you know, we thinking that like, yeah, it's, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I still going to do it. I'm still going to theorize and talk with people like, oh, this is what this means. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to turn my back of what has been created. Just because we ha- didn't see X-Men, just because we didn't see all this other stuff in WandaVision and Endgame, because we're expected to see the Endgame too, um, doesn't mean those movies and shows were very bad i still love those shows they're still great and i still will watch them over and over again and i can't wait till the next season to come out but i see fans turning their back on um things on different uh movies and universes and whatever just because they don't get what they want they do it a lot in anime right they do it a whole lot in anime anime is destroyed a lot of times by fans i will openly admit fans destroyed most of dc they destroyed superman wonder woman and batman and flash and definitely green lantern it's because if they don't get what they want in the exact vision they're expecting at the exact time they're expecting it is it's just they just give it they give it the rotten tomatoes effect oh man this movie's a 14 percent. man this movie sucks man this is garbage man like what was that like, you know, and like the whole like the whole Martha thing with Batman, like, right, that was kind of corny and goofy, right? Very. Um, very, right? But very. let's not, it was corny and I hated that line, but you cannot sit here and tell me Batman didn't have no dope lines before that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all joke about, y'all joke about Martha, but do we not, for, let's remember, Batman asked Superman, do you bleed? which is like one of the hardest lines you can give another superhero, especially a superhero that's more powerful than you. But we're so quick to go at Batman. Like, yo, man, Ben Affleck Batman sucks. Man, that, man he got Martha. You got turned off by Martha? I'm like, okay, yeah, they could have did that better. I don't know what the director was going at that. But <laughs> let's not forget, 
Come on, the voice of Batman. Come on, the armor of Batman. The prep time that he took, that ambition he took. Come on, man. That was not art. That was that not good. I feel like we do the same thing for all these universes that Marvel is now in like that effect. Like people are gonna start turning on Marvel. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Devontae to go on you. I'm looking forward, man, to uh, these next shows, man. Like I am honestly looking forward to. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know. I seen something mm-hmm. funny yesterday. Uh, fans still messing around. Uh, <laughs> they said they switched the name to it. It's uh, the new name is uh, Mephisto and the there's Captain Mephisto and the Winter Mephisto. I don't know if y'all see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, y'all are not gonna leave this Mephisto stuff alone, man. But um. I'm kind of like you, Devontae. I'm going in with no expectations, but I'm still willing to have fun. I'm willing mm-hmm. to have fun. If fans get together and theorize and try to, like, I'm still going to do podcasts of what I think is going to happen, but I'm I'm in the mindset and the heart to, like, if it doesn't happen, I'm still going to critique the show for what it is, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and I think, I think Marvel has given us that much, right? Marvel has deserved that much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, I did not get what I expected. And to me, I still don't think like it's a great movie, but it is not the worst movie. There's still a lot of art within it, right? Uh, a lot of people, yeah, like even Captain Marvel, a lot of people hate on Captain Marvel. I definitely don't like that movie. Uh, definitely at the bottom of my left. And even a character, I already had some kind of feelings towards the character in general, but doesn't mean there wasn't art that was in it and they did not do their best to give the fans what they need. They still try to give, they still try to please the fans. They did not have to give us the scrolls. The the scrolls could have stayed with Fantastic Four. They didn't have to enter. They could have just went to these characters and go through the whole motions, but they are giving us people. They're giving us characters, right? They do have X-Men and Fantastic Four on Disney+. Plus. They're working on pleasing us fans, but at the same time, we can't drive the bus for them. Like, you know, let them create, let them do the artwork, all right? If we go in with expectations, that's fine, but understand that Marvel does not have to fulfill those expectations, right? And you can't turn your back on them for what they have done. They have with Endgame and Infinity War and Civil War and the first Avengers and Black Panther, except the list goes on, they have done more than enough to keep us happy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. And that's why I don't think that that's why I don't think that like fans, I think fans will get over this. You know, like Marvel has, like you said, they they deserve the benefit of the doubt. Um, the same fans that may have been angry about WandaVision, they didn't get what they wanted to see. They'll be back. They're going to be watching the Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they're going to watch all the movies. They're not going to miss anything. Like there's some fans that are annoyed, but I think those fans are probably in the majority, you know. But again, I think if you're being a fan to care that much about this stuff, like cameos and stuff, you're probably going to be there for you know the next round of shows and movies. And you know, another thing yeah. about Marvel, why Marvel is good at keeping fans, Marvel, they are great at giving fans things that fans wouldn't have even known to ask for. You know what I mean? Like, the unexpected yeah. things, you know? Like, because think about yeah. it. They didn't even have to put Evan Peters in WandaVision at all. Nobody was <laughs> expecting that. This is not, like, yeah. uh, the obvious place to introduce a character like that, but they did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not going to predict it, I'm not going to guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure that somehow the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to have something in it that we didn't even expect. Like, we didn't, we didn't exactly. ask for, but it's going to be really cool, whether that's a cameo or something, you know, in it that's going to be really mind blowing. So Marvel's good at that. They, they know what they're doing. Yo, yeah, I call, so I'm calling it right now that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier 
is mm-hmm. pretty much going to be Marvel's buddy cop movie or mm-hmm. buddy cop TV yeah. show. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm calling it right now. But also, I, I can see that. But also, like, one of the things that I do want to, like, you know, caution people about, because we also know that, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out. And as soon as yeah. people hear the word multiverse, mm, the first yeah. thing that comes to their mind is X-Men. <laughs> it's kind of like, no, <laughs> don't do this to yourself. Don't do it again. Like, don't please don't do this to yourself. Yeah. Like, don't let yourself yeah. like, like, don't. What's the words I'm looking for? Uh, don't like set yourself up for disappointment especially mm-hmm. after kevin feige already said hey this isn't happening mm-hmm. until yeah. xyz um yeah so yeah like that's like between that and ant-man quantum mania um, yeah like i'm just kind of like yo like don't don't do this to yourself like, like yeah like go in and, and, and you know it's funny because like i'm thinking about this and i'm like okay like marvel like this, and so marvel themselves has set a bar and they have a very mm-hmm. high bar like Marvel yeah. has given us like this like out of 22 movies, they've only given us like three eh movies, right? Yeah. The rest of them have been like like B like B minuses or higher. Yeah. Um, so Marvel has set that bar. And so like anytime you go into a Marvel movie, I think you should expect excellence because yeah. that's what Marvel has given us so far. Yeah. That's that's not to say that you know, and and so you know, and I, and I don't want to speak for Devonte. So, I'm, so Devonte, I'm gonna ask you to clarify your statement when you say you know you have no expectations, because like when I hear, like when I personally hear that, I hear okay, like I'm going in thinking that the movie's gonna be booty, and I'm just kind of like, wait, why am I going in thinking the movie's gonna be booty when Marvel has given us like you know 19 like you know home runs out of 22 mm-hmm. and so and i'm pretty sure that's not what you meant mm-hmm. and so i wanted to like you know like kind of elaborate on that statement yeah yeah good question so i definitely always expect a base level of excellence with any marvel project so what i mean by no expectations is i'm not going in expecting a specific thing to happen so maybe like i'm not expecting a specific expectation like this character is going to appear this is going to happen this is going to happen i'm going in with an open mind I'm expecting the show to be good. Like, I'm expecting like the the base level of quality that Marvel has pretty much ensured consistently over its projects. I'm just saying I'm not going in specifically expecting specific things to happen, you know, or specific twist or mind blowing reveals to happen. Like that's not what I'm not going to do anymore. Yeah. Got you, got you. So I'm so I'm totally joking, but I'm just going to go ahead and call it right now. In the multiverse of madness, they're going to have uh, the Eric Banner Hulk. They're going to have the uh, Mark Ruffalo Hulk, and they're going to have the Edward Norton Hulk. They're also going to bring back Terrence Howard as War Machine. I'm calling it. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, yo. Oh, <laughs> hey, if I see, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. If Terrence Howard's War Machine, bro, I've been waiting for that day. I ain't gonna lie. I always wanted to know well, how would Terrence Howard act in all this kind of thing. <laughs> Because I feel like Don Cheadle is kind of like, just kind of like, you know, he's like, he goes with the motion, man, in a good way. He's like, cool, man, laid back. He's everybody's favorite. He's friendly. But, you know, Terrence Howard just had that presence, man, when he's just intimidating, man. <laughs> he has to have the screen. Yeah. I want to see how, he, look, man, I don't Y'all know. know. That, that multiverse of Mac. He's definitely He's going to show up in the multiverse. <laughs> all of them cats going to show up in the multiverse of madness, yo. I'm calling him here. <laughs> 
Hey, but hey, multiverse. But and, and this is this is another point though. With that, Marvel, Marvel, like you, Marvel knows, like they know what the fans want. Think about the Jamie Fox and Doctor Ox, all the people they confirmed for the next Spider Man. Is that still confirmed? Do we still have the article for that? I, I don't know if that's still confirmed. Uh, Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina, you know, as Doc Ock has been confirmed, I believe, as well as Jamie Fox as Electro, but. It has not been confirmed that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in it. That has not been that, guaranteed. Or yeah, but that's but that's fine. They took two characters that were from previous Spider-Mans and put them in this Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They they know what the fans want. We're going to remember Jamie Foxx as Electro, even if you did you you liked his role or not. I personally loved his role. I thought there was a lot of uh, yeah, of course, room for improvement, but I did love his role. Um, but we're going to remember that them even throwing out the word multiverse of madness, a multiverse. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they know how controversy. rocket raccoon and Endgame when they were having their debriefing of where Thanos was him saying the word cosmic set everybody ablaze They're like cosmic. Oh, Galactus, silver surfer, uh, a super scroll. We already know like what comes with the word cosmic. Mm-hmm. So they know how to set people up know what people are listening for they know the the theorists and the youtubers are trying to you know debunk and their the easter eggs they're trying to look for they know they're well aware and i'm kind of like javante told me this a while ago like they want to make money right mcu yeah. marvel universe disney they're gonna make yeah, money yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna throw away their money they know what they're gonna keep and they're, they they have proved to us that they can still maintain they've, they've been going since what 2012 it's 10 years They've been going like they're not going to stop. They know how to maintain us. So they know what to give us. They know what's going to keep us on our feet. They're not going to just leave us out there to hang it. I fully believe. Um, but like with that, I'm kind of like I'm, I'm kind of like with both of you guys. Devontae, I'm going in with no expectations. But at the same time, I'm also with you, Raheem. I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to go in with Captain America, uh, Captain Falcon and the Wounded Soldier. I'm going to enjoy myself. If I see something that's an Easter egg, I'm going to theorize. But I have the expectation of like, okay, you know, I know this. Like if, if Kevin Feige says like, yo, they're not trying to introduce X-Men right now. I know that right now. So I can't go too crazy. I can't believe too much of it. But I'm going to have fun with other fans because this is what we do. When we had new comic book releases, we had the same thing, right? We did like, oh, yo, what's going to happen next in this next comic? I'm thinking this is going to happen. I'm thinking that's going to happen. It's, it goes to a certain level. You can't deprive yourself of a good time and a good experience with this stuff. That's what Marvel is also creating it for, mm-hmm. to get a building community. They have built, think of how many communities they built with nerds, with just theorizing stuff and Easter eggs. Come on, you. there's YouTubers who are making money off just their Easter mm-hmm. eggs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would never, me personally, I would never stop having a great time and like theorizing all like our group me on Facebook and Twitter and like just talk about, hey, yo, what y'all think of this? Like, yo, what do you think this means? But at the same time, like, I understand if it doesn't come true, if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to turn my back on Marvel. I'm not going to be like, oh, just because this didn't happen, happen, this whole season sucks, which a lot of fans are doing right now. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yo, Captain Falcon in Minnesota, yo, Multiverse, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna be straight up. My hope is Punisher got to come in sooner or later. You know, y'all going to quit sleeping on the Punisher. You know, Punisher, somebody better call Punisher up. He's going to fix all this stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? I, that's my hope. He's going to fix all this. I hope they don't call the Punisher up. Hey, if they know, <laughs> it's this ain't no what if comic, man. <laughs> Punisher versus yeah. right. It's going to be a lot of killing. I don't know. I don't know. If they do. I don't know if they want to deal with a lot of killing right now. Punisher has no filter. He, he just shoots. 
yeah yeah but i am i am like yo multiverse of madness bro like i have my expectations i have a little bit of my like hopes not expectations but hopes i'm like yo i hope we finally see galactus man eventually like i hope we see an x-man eventually but man if we don't well hey man, that's cool man mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna still critique them to show how it is now if i don't if they don't like fulfill some of the things i'm hoping for and um, the season still sucks like i'm gonna be real like if captain falcon and uh the soldier is like it's not a good season then it's not a good season i'm just to be real and there's other like there's a different way of critiquing that why is it not a good season well like man yeah it's a good cop bad cop type movie or it's like buddy cop movie like you know like i feel like we have enough of that you know we had the other guys and cop out we had all these other stuff like you know did we really need that right now could it have, could have they yes. been a little more creative yeah like i don't know we could there's a lot of creativity you need a lot more stuff out there like you know um, these two characters are basically the replacement of Captain America. So we're like, you have to be creative. Like, you know, you know, and then I say it may, it may be good. I mean, the buddy cop, maybe what we need, but I'm just saying like enough recycling kind of content, like, you know what I'm saying? Like something different. WandaVision was different. The first three episodes, we didn't expect the first three episodes to end up how it did. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was creative. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that is unique. Like, don't give us what all like, don't give us what we're expecting. As that's what I'm saying with fan service too. Like, sometimes it's good to not to give us what we're expecting. Right. Let's see that creativity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's see that creativity. Um, now would be the time to see Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier fight against their own kind of have higher level villains and bosses. Like, yo, introduce uh, all these other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, if I see Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier fighting against the Wrecking Crew, I'm going to be like, yo, the heck? I didn't expect that, man. That's some, how are they going to beat the Wrecking Crew? But, like, you know what I'm saying? Something a little more creative than what we're typically normally getting from, like, these other kind of shows. So, anyways, that's my kind yeah. of host, Phil. I'm looking forward to doing the preview episode for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because, I mean, it's going to be a different kind of show, obviously, than WandaVision. It's going to be very different, but yeah. I just want to enjoy the ride. You know, I don't know how many episodes it is. <laughs> just enjoy every episode. Yeah. It's going to have a lot of action in it. I know that. You know, that's that's one thing I'm yeah. expecting is there to be action featuring, you know, those characters. Um, they're more grounded characters. They're not going to be using magic or anything like that. So, or kind of supernatural yeah. abilities. So, it's going to be a different kind of show, but I want to go along for the ride and know that somehow, some way, Marvel's got something packed in those episodes that's going to be really good. I just hope that fans don't yeah. miss that goodness for you know something else, something bigger that they were expecting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Don't be blinded. Don't be blinded. Like if you got expectations or you fan theorize so much to the point where you lost sight of the actual show, then it's like you're not enjoying the show. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to still enjoy the show, even though all your stuff has not came true or what you, the fans or articles were saying, it didn't come true or whatever. You still should be able to enjoy the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I got you. And that's facts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's Marvel has so many, we still got the Loki show, man. We still got internals. We still got black widow, and they're very good of lining up everything, right? There's there's a lineup, there's a connection to everything. They're very good with that. Um, and so I haven't, with a doubt in my mind, we're gonna have a lot of our questions answered. You know, we're gonna have a lot of our questions answered. 
Um, they're good at that. But uh, fans, to all my Marvel fans out here, if you're listening, man, if you're one of those people who's just been kind of just turning your back on Marvel because of WandaVision or you've just been kind of listening too much to fan theories and uh, whatever, I my challenge is this to you. To form an opinion by yourself. Don't invest too much into fan theories and what other people say about a show to the point where you are blinded by your own your own thought like you're not blind like you 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 feed into what others think until what you actually think because that takes away from the experience you know what i'm saying like of what you're watching um so many people and it's not just wandavision there's been a many of shows that uh even i think we did an episode on where we just went back and it's like, you know what? Fans ruined this for me. You know, like I fans ruined this for me. Um, and you know what? I am I'm not gonna let fans ruin this for me. I'm gonna actually develop our own opinion why I like or dislike this or what, whatever. But I feel like Marvel is heading in this direction where it's Marvel versus the fans. Um, we're at a point where fans are demanding Marvel to give them what they want. And Marvel is kind of like on the other side, like, hey. You know, we don't owe y'all nothing. Like, you know, have we not proved to y'all that we've we're we are great business, we're great, we give you the movies, we give you the merch, we give you the shows. Like, have we not proved that? And we're still giving, we still we give we even leaked our own timeline for you guys. Just so you guys can expect you guys can still not have to like it's not they didn't give us the DC effect. Like we're still waiting on like right now, which is we got Wonder Woman and the Snyder Cut, and we know other movies are mm-hmm. on the making. But they left with a whole bunch of anxiety, like yo, when's the next DC movie coming out? When is the distance this, this, this coming out? Marvel, they gave us the timeline. They told us when stuff is coming out, and it is consistent, mm-hmm. right? Every month something's coming out. We got Winter Soldier coming out this month. Next month, I believe is is Loki coming out April? I think Loki is coming out April. Am I or June? It's coming out June. I believe June, but uh, um, Black Widow's coming out May, and then you know Internals, and then all this other uh, Spider-Man and Captain Marvel two and Multiverse of Madness. Like yo, they they consistent. They've been helping mm-hmm. us out. We should try back on Marvel, man. They've been yeah. looking out for. And I'll us, say so. this too, man. Like last thing I say also is the fact that you know WandaVision was not supposed to be the first thing to come out in Phase Four. You know, we were at this point we were yeah. supposed to have seen Black Widow. I think even the Eternals, but um, at least Black Widow, like the movie, yeah. right? So Marvel, you know, they reshuffled things in such a way to try to give fans, you know, something, you know, some content. They could have just been like, no, nah, y'all could just wait till Black Widow comes out in theaters and, you know, just run yeah. with that. But, you know, they made, they reshuffled some things. You know, obviously WandaVision seems like it's the type of story that could come, that they could release without interfering with Black Widow, you know, since it's not directly connected to that movie. And now we got the Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, Marvel, like I could say, I think they're they're doing a lot to, and it's it's for money. Like I say, they are a business at the end of the day. They're at the end of the day, their goal is yeah. making money, right? They're not here to make every single fan happy because that's not going to happen. But as long as they keep enough people happy to keep making money, that's what they're going to do. So, like I said, let's just. I think we should just yeah. sit back, enjoy the ride, see what they got planned next, and um, yeah, and just kind of get take what they're giving us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, be fans. Be fans and have fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you like the fan theories, if you like YouTube and all that stuff, like how I do, do it. Like I said, just go with the expectation that Marvel doesn't have to fulfill all those things. And it probably won't get fulfilled. Like Raheem said, like, yo, Kevin Feige told us X-Men ain't 
where it's at right now. But they gave us X Men on Disney Plus, so go if you want X Men, go on Disney Plus and look at X Men. Like you know, <laughs> it's they even. Like, for real, like, it's not. They gave us the cartoons. They gave us the movies. Come on, what else do you want from them? They are helping us out. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like go, go look at it. Like they got it for us. And just because we haven't seen them in an actual MCU movie yet, doesn't mean it's not coming. Oh, and yeah. doesn't mean that you get a chance to like turn away from them. Like you know, don't don't be one of those fans. Y'all, y'all. A lot of people butchered Boruto. And like all these other stuff, and you know what? They may be bad. I don't know. Like maybe just that bad. I don't know. I haven't haven't watched it yet. But like, I know nerd culture is like flipping these companies around too much, man. Like, you are straight up turning your backs on companies just because they won't give you what you want, and that's not true fandom. Like, be a fan and be a nerd. Like you know what I'm saying? Just enjoy this stuff. You know, Marvel has been good to us, so. Other than that, man, I really appreciate y'all for coming by. We are coming back for the Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier episode. It's coming out in what four or five more days? Yeah, oh, the nineteenth. Yep. right around the corner, and we will do an episode for that. We will let y'all know. And you know what? Devontae is going in with no expectations. Raheem is going in with some expectations. I'm in the middle, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. Really I'm kind of like going. Expectations. I do have expectations. Well, I don't think we're at the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying I'm not expecting a specific thing to happen. Like I'm not expecting. Like I'm not saying. Oh yeah. Um. What's his name? Uh. Rocket Raccoon is going to show up and take Bucky's arm. You know. Like I'm not saying it. That's that's what I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm like, if that happens, cool. But I'm not going in expecting that. You know. <laughs> Okay, got you it. Know what? I, in that case, we on yeah, the same Yeah, we yeah, yeah. You know what though? I, I'm different though. I'm gonna be honest. I'm different. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna expect something like that, but I'm not gonna get upset <laughs> if it don't happen. It's just I'm expecting it. Like I'm like, yo, this is a, a, a open world. This is a whole new show. I don't know what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna let them drive the bus. But I'm not gonna deprive myself of like hoping. Like yo, I would love to see a cameo of Rocket Raccoon finally getting the Winter Soldier's arm. Or re just another scene of them shooting stuff up, like in Infinity War. Like I, I would love that. But will it happen? Who knows? If it doesn't happen, I'm still gonna critique the show just how it is. If it's mm-hmm. a good show, it's a good show. You know. Yep. And so, with that being said, y'all, man, this is Prime One Billion, man. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. This is season two, and we got some DC stuff coming on the way. DC, we haven't forgot about you. But like I said, Marvel got it right now. They got, they got the heat. And so DCA, we looking for that Snyder Cut too. So we ain't forgot about that. We're gonna talk about that Snyder Cut, and we're gonna talk about the Snyder Vision, which is one of the most slept-on visions. My, by my personal opinion, one of the most slept-on visions in the comic book and movie world. Um, but we'll talk about that. But uh, Raheem, what's your handles? Uh, you can catch me at Raheem Harris on Instagram. You can also catch me at the I Love You 3000 Miles podcast on IG as well. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Devontae, what's your handle? IG at, at hey, Ave, at T A Y underscore A V E. Nice, nice, nice. And this is Sheldon. Uh, you catch me on Instagram, Superman underscore Prime 1 billion on Twitter. Uh, username is Real Space Superman. Uh, it's no actual word space. It's just real Superman. Just space the real and Superman out. And on I'm on Twitch, Prime One Billion. Um, and of course, we got a lot more content out for you guys. We have IG live videos. We have uh, articles we tweet out and stuff like that. So stay tuned, y'all. We really appreciate you guys listening.
It's Prime 1 billion out.